The spirit of performance defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the all-electric ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. While what powers their cars may change, the energy that makes Acura never will. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system and up to 313-mile range on a single charge and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is everything they said electric could never be. It was built with the driver in mind, just like Acura's been doing since the beginning. We could talk all day, but the only way to experience this electric performance is to drive it yourself. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Market moving insight and analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Futures down small here as we brace for a very crowded news day. The Fed meeting begins. Instacart goes public. POTUS at the UN. The auto strike in day five. And corporate events at Intel, Disney, and others. Our roadmap begins with the Fed watch, though. The street betting the central bank will stay put on rates as it kicks off a two-day policy meeting. Plus, oil is trading at uh, 10-month highs. 100 bucks, perhaps, in the cards. And Instacart reading its Wall Street debut, pricing at 30. That's the first of five listings this week. And it is amongst the first of the tech unicorns the last few years to go public. That's almost two years, in fact, since we've seen one go public. Let's begin, though, with the markets and the Fed kicking off a two-day policy meeting. Uh, yields got a little pop here, Jim, on uh, Canada's CPI, reaccelerating for the second straight month. Yeah, what a bummer the Fed must find itself in. You get these housing start numbers. And we're just not building enough homes. So you, you default to what Lenar said last week. A lot of companies, a lot of brokerage houses raised numbers. Lenar today, almost a late reaction. But, you know, we just don't have enough homes. And we have this huge uh, millennial bulge. And there's just no doubt about it. They will not be deterred by these rates. That doesn't mean they won't be deterred by higher rates. But these rates, according to Stuart Miller, who's uh, I think the dean of the group and the executive chairman, Lenar, aren't, aren't deterring anybody. So you have fewer homes. You have the uh, one thing that is up 40 percent since 2019, not in the CPI because only rents from the CPI. Rents could come down. There's been overbuilding of, of, of apartments. But, David, I got to tell you, if you're Jay Powell, I, I don't think you're I think you're ready to talk real tough, even if you don't. Well, he'll keep talking tough, right? Well, he should saying two percent's the two percent's the focus. Two percent's where we're going to. This is a big month. Um, I do wonder. We don't talk as often about QT, but it continues at a fairly significant rate. I mean, we were taught what was a nine trillion going to as low. We could go as low as what six? Is that the? Yeah. Look, it's and I I do wonder about the impact over time. There are some who say it's as worth as much as twenty-five to thirty basis points in tightening. Good point. He Um, knows that. Palace will get that. And but, on asset prices as well. And, you know, it's sort of nine to eight maybe doesn't have the same impact that once we get to seven to six will. Where's it go? For obvious reasons. Well, I mean, we used to think that it, you would look at these worldwide fund rates and, and you would say, wow, the money must be coming here at a 4.6 on the, on the 20 year. But the money seems more immobile than I thought. It just kind of stays where it is. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, oil just goes higher. I mean, Carl, if you get embedded, if you get what Stuart Miller said, which is that 
the consensus among people in the country is that housing prices are going up, so you have to buy now. That's precisely the opposite of what Powell wants. Powell doesn't want any expectations of inflation, but we do have expectations. We have it at the supermarket, too. The prices at the supermarket are extraordinary. We're going to be talking about Instacart, but look, I mean, not that I, you know, I don't want to be too anecdotal here, but if you go and you buy rice, a staple of this country, it's doubled. Yeah, I mean, you know, Friday we got inflation expectations from Umish that were actually cooler than we thought. We got an right. upgrade of Dash yesterday on moderating food inflation, at well, least. I mean, I wish I, I wish I could find it. I mean, I just find maybe it's maybe it is uh, moderating for the other guy. Uh, at the supermarkets that we go to, we cannot believe what we're paying for and how much everything's up. I mean, I had a list of things that. That I that I, I just asked, you know I asked my wife I said again I, I I hate anecdotal as we all do because yeah. we know that anecdotal is not that good but you know Annie's mac and cheese was five forty nine this thing was up a buck and a half uh, scallions two ninety nine a bunch they were a dollar ninety nine a bunch Marcona <laughs> almonds fourteen ninety don't laugh I'm giving you ask your shopping list? okay yeah it was my shop yeah what that was not the takeaway. <laughs> Who's up to take away? That was my shopping list. I mean, Carl, I got to tell you, I, these are going higher, not lower. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about uh, more concerns about the consumer today. Uh, big note out of UBS and some others. Uh, but first, uh, some news out of Disney, which is holding its investor day today. Let's get to Julia Borston. Morning, Julia. Yeah, good morning, Carl. Big news from Disney doubling down on its parks division. Quite literally, the company just filing an 8K announcing that it is developing plans to accelerate its investment in its parks experiences and product segment to nearly double compared to the previous 10 years. So increasing it to approximately $60 billion in aggregate. Now, this 10-year $60 billion plan includes, quote, investing in and expanding and enhancing domestic and international parks and cruise line capacity, prioritizing projects anticipated to generate strong returns, consistent with the company's continuing approach to allocate capital in a disciplined and balanced manner. The company going on to say that they believe that the company's financial condition is strong and access to capital markets will provide adequate resources to expand this business. We see Disney shares are down about 1.5% pre-market. Right now, Bob Iger and Parks Chief Josh Demaro are giving an investor presentation um, on the matter, so we will be back with more details on what this means for Disney. Back over to you. Curious because Bob Iger thought that this would send things up, in part because these are so lucrative. The numbers, David, from like, just say Shanghai, they're gigantic, up for, from previous years. Uh, the parks here are doing incredibly well. And this is in many ways to say, well, where's Netflix's, where's Netflix's parks? What are they Thank at? you. Do this you want me is, to stay here and come yeah, back? I mean, I, I'm not buying this. I'm not buying that the stock is down on this. Uh, I mean, well, Iger's I talking mean, about a balance sheet that's vastly improved from even two years ago. Vastly. Right. And having access to the capital markets in order to obviously invest in these parks, as Julie reported, right. double what they had. Why uh, is that Operating negative? margins, 28 percent. Everybody loves parks. Parks right. have been very good, by the way, to our parent company as well. Right. So if I you, ta- I, I've said this many times. It was an afterthought when Comcast bought NBC Universal, the parks. Right. And uh, quickly became over a, a Really, very a number well, of years, what, 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 a very double, central part of the profits of right, the company. Are they supposed to double down on Monday Night Football? What are they supposed to double down no. on? Double Park, down no, on this is the, the comedies of ABC? Jim, this <laughs> is the cash flow engine of the company. Everybody right. knows so that. So right they're doubling down on what's winning. They're doubling down on what's winning. They're doubling down on what's winning. Are they supposed to double down on what's losing? 
They should throw, maybe they should throw good money after bad. I, I'm asking you. I'm not disagreeing. Well, you seem to be disagreeing with the market, but I'm somehow well, also with me. Like I'm no, no. Don't take it so personally. And by the way, David, Wild Rice Blem was eight bucks. <laughs> I'm still smarting Back from to this shopping. total dismissive Lisa. Um, uh, look, how, I, how about ticket? How about park ticket prices? But we, we, yeah. We, how about park ticket prices? But how about park ticket prices? I'm just saying that if you try to figure out where Bob Iger should put his money, I was afraid he'd put it in movies. I don't want movies. Those very costly, but, but the return is suspect. They are still going to make movies, but parks are clearly central to the future strategy well, of the company. Well, then why not have the stock up a dollar? You know, their balance sheet does not require equity. I thought that it might. It, well, that was, by it, the way, I, you know, the, the Hulu um, assessment period is going to begin in a matter of days. Well, that's the worry. And while the, the floor is not, let's call it $9 billion, um, the ceiling could be far above that if you listen to the Comcast side and Brian Roberts recently right. presenting at the, who do you work for, by the conference. Way. Yes, we know who I work for. We know that we uh, yeah. I only own stock in one company. Right. We're not allowed yeah, to own I, stock I in any companies. But I do have some Comcast. Yeah. Right. So, well, I just think that it could well, what's be. What's your point? My point is, is that we don't know about that. But no, we, we don't. Do, we don't. But we do know the theme parks. Uh, okay, so if you told me on Monday, my point is that, though that it could be a, a larger cash call. It could to, be to Disney than and they do have the money. They do have the money. But my point is, is that if you told me on Monday that Bob Iger was going to invest in parks as opposed to movies, as opposed to linear TV, I would say now there's a guy who has horse sense. So he go, does exactly what I wanted and more. All right, now he's not doing the New Mexico theme park. That's not happening, from what I can tell. Despite your best efforts, I'm uh, right. Tom Look, Rogers I'm, on Squawk made the point that there's a choke point right now, though, in deals: Hulu, Charter, ESPN, ABC, and that operations, from a stock narrative standpoint, are taking a back seat. Well, that's true, uh, but I would just say that the one thing that is the true gem, that is the great use of their uh, intellectual property, is the park. So I think that this is a I, I didn't expect this is even better than I thought. It's a, it's a big number, $60 billion. That said, so we are going, on investors that? are still going to wait for the company to provide a blueprint, I think, perhaps more specific than whatever is going to be presented today during Investor Day. That I mean, blueprint dividend. really encompassing sort of what's the true plan. You know, right. uh, from our interview a couple of months back where Mr. Iger clearly made it, uh, said there is nothing sacred here. Uh, but didn't provide specifics because there were none to provide. Right. At some point, they're going to have to do that. What is the future of ESPN? Okay, so how about this? Who, uh, what is, you know, what's going to happen with ABC? And mo- most importantly, what's the plan at direct-to-consumer in terms of, and again, they've given us these parameters, yeah. but even more on, in, in terms of okay, so here's when the plan. we're getting to I'll give you the plan. cash flow positive. Yeah. I'll give you a plan. You've All got right, a so plan. You, yeah, you buy the Vision Pro. You contract with ESPN, and you have an ISO, which is a TV term for isolation. Thank you. ISO on all your skill players, players in fantasy, and um, except for, she said, I hope Nick Chubb may, you know, come back. Don't get sidetracked. But Continue. you you watch Pro, uh, Vision Pro, and you watch the games, and you just have isolation on all your skill players, and you have the time of your life, and you can play against other people. And I, I, I got to tell you, I cannot wait to watch what I regard as being very good TV is the um, YouTube. But I want ESPN to give me an isolation on all the players I care about. Maybe that's a separate contract with the, with the uh, 
with the NFL, they'll give a contract to anybody. I mean, you walk in, I think you walk nearby the building to give you a contract to show a game. But I just think that this is the holy grail because so many people bet, so many, there's so many what are known as prop bets, parlays, uh, of which are very exciting. And fourth quarter, Kirk Cousins, you know, in throws two touchdowns, and I want to see that. I want to be isolated on him. You think sports is definitely the killer app for the Vision Pro, which you've been very positive on, despite its $3,500 price tag, at least. Well, I think that T-Mobile's going to give me a discount. I know we keep talking about that. David, it's my job to posit. You keep saying it, and I keep saying that's not going to happen. Well, you know, David, have you been to the store? Which store? The T-Mobile store? How would, you like to tack, how would you like to tack one a little more by getting it from Instacart? <laughs> right? Isn't that great? Supermarkets incredibly well, expensive. Why, you know why first why half growth has been so soft? I, I can't so wait to pay to more at the supermarket. supermarket. I do. Yeah, why don't true. you go to the supermarket? It's a really enlightening experience, okay? I, every so often I do. Well, Instacart will make it so that you get to pay more and don't get to pick out the produce. Can you beat that? I can't. You know, you go to Costco which is cheap, and you make Costco expensive. That is my kind of IPO. And I'm so glad it's going to be priced right and it's going to pop because I can't wait to pay more, even more than I'm paying right now. Vision Pro ISO. So you're, the program. you don't want to pay $4 for rice, but you'll pay three grand for a yeah, consumer for a thing that's going to put around his head. I'm going to buy it from T-Mobile. Oh, my Street. God, with the T-Mobile. Right, let's get Siebert on the phone when and ask him, all right? I'll do it right, right. now. Yeah. You want to do it? We'll do it commercial. Do it. We'll do it while, commercial. I'll while bet you'll beat him. While the boys do that, uh, we'll take a break. We'll, we'll talk Instacart when we come back following arm into the IPO waters. Talk about what to expect from the grocery deliveries firm's uh, public debut. We'll get to Starbucks downgrade today. Some cruise lines, Deer, Dell, of course, the strike when we return. Hello, I'm Laura Castleton, U.S. Head of Portfolio Construction and Strategy at Janice Henderson Investors. Is a brighter future possible? At Janice Henderson, we think it is. For 90 years, we've worked to help clients achieve superior financial outcomes and fulfill our purpose of investing in a brighter future together. We know that this means our thinking and our investments are helping to shape millions of brighter futures for the next 90 years and beyond. To learn more, go to JaniceHenderson.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Instacart set to make its public debut on the NASDAQ today. Ticker Cart, the grocery delivery service pricing the IPO at 30 a share. That's the high end of the range. Values the company at about $10 billion, well below the $39 billion of a couple of years ago. Don't miss Deirdre Bose's exclusive with the CEO later today on CNBC. Jim, so walk us through again how you're viewing uh, this offer at least. Okay, so we're at the point in the underwriting cycle 
where it is vital that every deal work and work well. Uh, now, what's work? I think work is what happened uh, with the arm deal, although now we see people taking profits in arm because arm is ahead of, more expensive than uh, than Cadence, more expensive than Yeah, and, and Vidya has been down lately, too. Right, Vidya's been, yeah. been a dog. Yeah. Uh, not my dog, but a dog. And I just think that what happens is, is that I don't really care. I know that it's priced exactly where people are going to be excited. Uh, I look at the company, and it seems like a yesteryear company from that era where, you know, whatever, you know, it's, hey, let, I mean, I remember when I, was, when I started the street, it, there were companies that did delivery for food. And we were like, wow. You mean like Cosmo? Cosmo, or yeah. Urban Cosmo. Fetch. Oh, Cosmo. Urban Fetch and Cosmo, yeah. And I remember yeah. um, like using them and saying, wow, you know what? I could like call someone at Red Apple and have them deliver it and get a good price. I, I, I just think that this is, all right, I'm going to say it. Yeah. I, they have a huge number of people who work for them. And this is, if Amazon does it right, the most superfluous company in history. But they got it ahead. And if you're, if you're, right, but it was uh, once worth almost forty billion. Now oh, so it's, David, now it's worth David, so my Smith um, Corona Martian electric typewriter was once once worth over hundred dollars. Made this point many times, but it's worth it's worth repeating yet again. You see these six hundred plus million dollars the offering, but they right. have these cornerstone investors that are stepping right. up for they as much take as four hundred. Sop it up. You're talking about two hundred million, a little over two hundred million dollars. Oh. Uh, being actually issued from the company into the public float, so to right. speak. It's nothing. It's so tiny. it works. It'll work. It works. It'll work. Um, right. So we all know it's going to work. So, so what, what has been said to me is the real IPO will be in 180 days when the lockup expires. Right, exactly. And you have, by the way, you, don't forget, you have so many of the, what were the large investors and privates, whether it's the D1s or the Tigers of the world who own, and I want to go through and it's see, a good list who of own right. so much of this. What are they going to do in 180 days is really the question. And that's when you'll get true price discovery, probably, because it's hard to get off, a, off of an offering of this it's size. It's very hard, but it's, that's not, they, don't, they don't want proof. If you get true price discovery, then that's going to end what is the beginning of what could be a fabulous boom. Don't get in the way of the boom. Well, you got 180 days. I mean, look, I've got Goldman's, uh, the board of directors here. I mean, it's vital for Solomon uh, that his deal work, I think. You're looking at Goldman Sachs' board of directors. Yeah, just remember that. Okay. Are you of the? Do you share Mike Mayo's view that Solomon is safe for now? Oh, he's safe. Yeah, I, I took the over on Solomon. I think he looks good. Solomon's safe. You only I need one the, name on there. The Niners okay. are good. And Tom, I don't you know? even see him. Where is he? Oh, here. Yeah, that's the most important. Right. Yeah, there. Well, he's at the top. And he's he's with. Well, anyway, um, you want to take the Niners against the Giants. You want to take Solomon against the naysayers. Everything comes back to football. When we're in football season, well, then there's football, literally because nothing because, that goes around in there well, that doesn't hit football. Okay, so I'm going to start doing you cricket. Say, I'm going to do cricket. I'm ready. Can you say like ten, five sentences that don't involve somehow connecting to football? It is a kind of all-consuming. When Monday Night Football is the biggest ratings in history last week, what am I supposed to do is ignore that? I am now going to make all my references to uh, Yellowstone. 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 The show, yeah. not the National Park. Yeah. The, the, yes. Yes. And wow. The there was a Park lot of back. Is a, is I'm a, watching it again for the 17th time. They brought it back. As opposed to The Wire, which... Yeah, they're giving people know, a chance to right. start fresh from the yeah. beginning. I think that this is uh, Naaman. I think that David Solomon's Naaman, and I think that 
Michelle Burns is uh, Omar, and Mark. You feel you better he's with doing, this? Mark, Mark Flaherty is, is Pop Joe. That's Pop Joe and board of directors. And, 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 Goldman is Idris. leading Instacart. He wants the same way to make references. And Clavio. I'll, I'll make references. And this is the Braves, which great team. Goldman's the Braves. It's a great team. Oh, you're into baseball now. And the uh, O's are uh, Morgan Stanley. Okay, there. I, I can do anything you want. I can pl- pivot. I our, can go. our apologies if that was a bit confusing, but. I, th- I think I got it. I'm not sure. And everybody's Ryan Reynolds. Right here. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. Get Kramer's Mad Dash count down to the opening bell uh, on a packed news day. One more look here at the pre-market. Still can't get back to flatline. We're back in a moment. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Seven minutes before we get started with trading here at the New York Stock Exchange. That's where we do this show from. Let's get to a mad dash this morning. You want to talk a little Starbucks? Yeah. You ever get a piece of research that hits your desk, your chapel trust has a position in it, and you just say, I completely disagree with this? Because there's a Starbucks downgrade, TD Callen. This is such an easy downgrade for Starbucks. What you basically say is, look, the China risk is too great. It doesn't matter what's happening in America. It doesn't matter that uh, Loxman Narasim is a great CEO. What matters is there is a Chinese albatross. The albatross of China is weighing on this stock. Why do you not feel that that's a valid concern? Because the albatross of China wait on the stock from here. So now you come in and say, wow, what a millstone. Hey, terrific. Yep, no, not here. No, we were great, great friends with the Chinese here. But here it's getting bad. No, this is when you say it's when you make a contrary call. And you say, you know what? Everybody considers it a millstone. I would switch from albatross to millstone for a little bit of more of a But, Jim, of- when you're Starbucks trying to make a decision as to how many stores you're going to open in 2024 in China. Right. They open one you know, every nine hours. I, I, you know, do you still open a thousand okay. stores? What do they have? What's the Given biggest- the state of the economy and the consumer? What's the biggest problem in China right now? Housing. The property sector. No, jeez. No. Employment. Youth employment. Uh, my youth employment. So wh- who works, as my daughter happened to be a barista at one point, who works as baristas? Who? Younger people. Fair. Okay. What is that? Game, mean? set, match. Because you just, this is one of the few people, companies that are still employing people. Now you, Yeah, but you, you know, don't open the store. People aren't going to come there. You, you don't open the store just so you can employ people. Oh, you people. mean they, you build it and they won't come? Is that what you're saying? I'm just, I'm, what I'm questioning is whether or not when they're trying to figure out what to do next year, that's not the easiest thing to answer. Right. And it's been the key part of their growth in stores right. has been in China. Right. And okay. the economy there is certainly a question mark. Well, I think all the people who sold Apple at 175, who are very worried, are now starting to think, well, maybe that was a mistake. I just think this was an amazing call right here, a prescient amazing call, of which no one made. <laughs> and here, I'm regarding it as not a I get now, it. Look, the I guy himself it. will take it down here. He'll take it right to here. And there'll be people who sell it there to make me look bad, because don't you think I don't know? Because paranoid sometimes, but correct. But anyway, I, I call me a buyer. All right. Meanwhile, Howard Schultz has gone entirely off well, the board. I think that Locksmith's just, I think he's just a, 
I think he's driven. Lux Luxman is good at deliver. What? Schultz what was that? Heisman, you're he, Not you. I was saying that's what he did to Schultz finally. It took a while. I don't know that. Maybe oh, I do. Little insight, huh? Yeah, maybe I do. Opening yeah. bell's just a few minutes away. He's gonna catch a lot more of this excitement. I mean, really, how can you how can you not? By the way, if you haven't had enough of us already, you can catch us anytime, anywhere by listening to and following the Squawk in the Street Opening Bell podcast. Instacart getting ready to ring the NASDAQ opening bell in celebration of its IPO. We talked a moment ago about at least how Kramer views uh, this particular offer, but also what it means to the momentum in capital markets to right. the degree I mean, we have it. Look, offerings, the companies and the offerings are two different things. They can make this deal work. They will. I think it'll be terrific. And by the way, the rivalry between the New York Stock Exchange, as we saw what, in the FT and, um, and the NASDAQ game, very big. Very big. Yeah, the, the fight for listings, um, closest in five years or so. Seen some people hopping lately as well. Well, look, uh, I just think it's great for the capital markets. I mean, that it's not more but day for a year and a half. I, I, I started thinking this was no new power. I know. It's, uh, it's important. Yes, it is. There is the opening bell as we uh, keep our eye on what that means for uh, for markets as well as some of the downside scenarios, Jim, being spun out today by the likes of UBS. Evidence Lab, I know you're a huge fan. I love the Evidence Lab. Uh, and they do take a crack at spending intentions going into holiday. The percentage of people who say they're going to spend less versus more is the widest, second widest spread in about a well, decade. Look, I just think that there's this, the have-have-not is just... Look, there's Amazon, there's Costco and Walmart. Uh, you tried it during the pandemic. Inflation cemented their use because they've kept their prices down. And now it's no longer a thesis, it's a reality. And the only ones that are still able to squeeze in would be the TJXs and the Burlington. Uh, the, the decline in the brick and mortar stocks, if you believe them, you would think that these companies all better merge or else. Uh, we had some 52-week lows, series of 52-week lows. I was, ma I was making a list yesterday. Macy's, Peloton, Petco, the dollar stores, Target three-year low. Target was just, I, I went into Target to say, is there anything going on? No. Uh, David, there is a, there's a buyer, either there's a buyer strike on the old-time brick, brick and mortar, or people just saying, you know what, these are all value traps. And you have to buy Walmart, you have to buy Costco, which have been incredible. Well, what, what do we make of Target? I mean, it's worth spending a little time on that. That's, that's just been disastrous this year. It is. Well, I think that um, we, we talked a lot about bad. shrinkage, which in this case is largely comprised of, of, of theft. Right. Um, you know, they're hiring seasonally again, 100,000 workers, as they did last year, getting ready for Christmas. They are saying they're bringing prices down on any number of things. Again, we're already talking about the holiday season, which is still a few months away, but nonetheless, they had a release about it. Um, but Jim, you, you know, you I, I won, looked favorably on the management I team there. I wanted to call it a buy this yesterday. Up, I, was, I was trying to come up with a thesis, which just said it can stop the gravitational pull. 3.7%, Carl, with a 5% two years, not going to be, the dividend's not going to save it. I think Brian Cornell is doing a very good job. It's just not perceived as offering the bargains that you get at, at Walmart. Now, I mean, Walmart is rock bottom. 
they have they, good They're produce. saying the same thing. Everyday low prices. Target's it's, delivering I, with new deals every day. I, I was struck. David, I couldn't. I, I read that and I said, yeah. I started the thesis by saying, and this is my last night's show, that Target's mispriced. The target's the outlier that should work. And I did say that last night. I said, this one doesn't make sense to me. Because it's a fun place to shop. They've got all these great private brands. Uh, it's got a terrific racetrack. There's a lot of good pricing. Uh, Shipped is doing is good. But the market has just left this one behind. How do you bucket? I mean, I understand the well, dollar I, I guess scores. you put up a quarter that's unexpectedly strong. That always helps, right? Dave's got a point there. Well, they're going to hire 100,000 seasonals, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty much in line with the plan the last couple of years, as opposed to Macy's gym, where you're talking 38K. Two years ago, is double that. Well, well, Macy's does have 10 fewer stores in the last year, but you know, double is, does matter. I saw Walmart, by the way, off, uh, basically creating a police station within the store. Because, again, of, of shoplifting? Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, it's obviously, I think, being underreported by everybody. It's a, it's, a, it's a big issue, certainly in certain places. Except for at Costco, because you're, you're stealing from yourself. Who's your club member? Why would you steal from yourself? Why would you? Well, because if you're not a club member and you come in and steal, does it matter? You can't get in. You can't get in? Oh, my God. You can't oh get God. in. I've been in Costco, and I'm not a club member. Well, what are you talking about? You, they don't, I'm they don't, then they don't I went, I'm, wear the, the handcuffs. They don't card you at the, the door. Wear the handcuffs. You're not allowed in. What, what do you <laughs> they, do? They, they do ask for your card as you walk in. There's two places that you are. That they I, haven't asked me. They, they, they I wouldn't say okay. enforcement is strict. The only place by the way, if you're going in there to steal a lot of stuff, really? No, well, I say, don't. I mean, you can come with me to the Elks Club. I can get you in without a card. <laughs> Toastmasters? Yeah, I can get you. I'm going to put that on my list of things I can't wait to do. Um, Speaking of retail, there's Amazon, Jim. Interesting piece uh, in Reuters looking at uh, suppressed mood at the hardware division where they're worried about Dave Limp leaving later on this year, worries about cutbacks, worries about the pipeline and devices. Boy, I I have to tell you that everything I see at Amazon is purposeful. Look, it wouldn't surprise me if they did something with Alexa to cut back that seven to eight billion dollar losses. Jassy is, uh, I think Jassy has more control over the situation than anybody realizes. And if somebody's going, um, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Uh, I think he's doing remarkable. And I, I know that he was under fire from a lot of people, including me. And I think that he's answered the call. They've rationalized. David, you know this Instacart? Yes. When you order, you, you do you are a member of Prime, right? You're Prime. I am a Prime, Prime member, yes. Well, I ordered some stuff from Prime yesterday that are basically staples, and they must have a hub right near me, because when I order Sensodyne toothpaste, I could go over to Walmart, wait in line for someone to come over and, and open the. Thing I mean, for Walgreens. You. Walgreens, Walgreens, yeah. It's Walgreens, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta get somebody to. Yeah, maybe maybe bring a locksmith. Yeah. Aisle four, please, with right. keys. Yeah, aisle four. Yeah. They're thrilled to see you, too. Oh, yeah. Yes, and like, they're like, oh, that's yeah. the wrong key. Yeah. yeah, you want toothpaste, huh? Yeah. Oh, how about Rite Aid? This is great. You ever notice that at Rite Aid, they have a, they have a lock on the branded, but you can own the uh, Rite Aid type, while and all. What do they call it? While and all? You know? Right? Saying uh, they got another saint. All right, there, you're getting off track here. We no, were, I'm just saying well, that well, I'm saying that you remember can order. What you were talking about. Okay, if you order, if you order, and I haven't even talked about the NFL this. Oh, Amazon. It, we were talking about Amazon. Right. Well, no, I'm saying you can do two things. You can say, "Wow, I don't have any Sensodyne, so I'm going to be sure to pick some up at Walgreens today." Okay, I'll go to Walgreens. 
Or you go in, and when you get home, because you're not buying the Sensodyne from work, there it is. I'm, so I'm you're not here. into the CVS upgrade today over at Evercore? Oh, it may be on the healthcare side, but I just... Andy Jassy has correctly figured out there's like a, there's just a series of items that people order on impulse that they usually go to Walgreens for, and they'll give it to you same as that. You come home, David, and there it is. And you can't, like, you marvel. It's amazing. No, listen, I see you see the teams of guys on the, uh, and ladies on the street unloading the Amazon truck, yeah. putting everything on to deliver in the neighborhoods. They do let the cellophane, you know, they have everything wrapped, and then they just let it roll down the street. Like, put it in a garbage pail, please. You know, that's one of my big issues, sanitation. I'm glad that that's really central to your thinking. I think you should think about Instacart and the idea that you can, Instacart, which will pop up 10. But Instacart versus Jassy, I'll take Jassy. And I'll I'll spot Instacart 3. I mean, let's do a, we can do a parlay. Instacart, uh, Walgreens, uh, uh, CVS, Target, Jassy. We'll do a You'll take, you'll take Amazon. That's my... That. Well, of course, a big part of the Amazon story is their uh, efforts in AI. And you talked to Safra Katz last night from Oracle about how it fits into their thesis right now. Take a listen. What we need to do is both use all that data and help hospital systems and countries move all of that data to use AI and actually help save lives. So I think uh, her keynote is uh, this afternoon yeah. and Allison tonight. I got more outpouring about that piece from people in Silicon Valley than I've done. I just came back from there last week. People just saying, thank heaven that you put her on. Uh, the uh, Cerner deal is going to pick up a couple of billion dollar contracts. The uh, number of contracts that she's picked up just this, this quarter for Oracle is amazing. And yet, people still remember, David, that there were a couple of downgrades uh, based on the fact that people weren't, they weren't AI-oriented enough. Right. Larry Ellison is AI every day. Now, David, I, I don't know if you ever had a chance to go up against Larry. No, I've never gotten to know Larry, nor have I ever thankfully gone up against well, him, as you say, I, I got, in, in I, any way. I have two letters um, for you if you do. I and R. I R. I'd go on the injured reserve list. What, infrared? Yeah, I was going to give you, I was going to give him pop, but then he would just talk about Petco. Yeah, well, he's just going back to football just to confuse you. You can't go against Larry Ellison. Larry Ellison's the most competitive person in America, although I guess Elon Musk is probably competitive too. Yes, Elon Musk is a very competitive fellow. But how many islands and why is he at? Well, he's not interested in expressing his wealth by buying all sorts of how stuff. How many World Cups does he have? America's he's Cup. He's just interested in doing and doing and doing. It's a little different. Not that Larry isn't. Larry Ellison Larry is does back. like to buy a lot of he's stuff, too. He's working there every day. I'm sure he is. Yeah. It's Larry Ellison, too. He's back. He's bigger than ever. Back well, you're, you're describing uh, sort of the polarity of the wealth in this country. It's certainly a big part of the discussion surrounding uh, the strike now in day five. Oh, I'm so glad you brought it up. A couple because... of interesting notes. Uh, Barclays says uh, don't count on, um, our DA Davidson said don't count on used car inflation. Uh, in the 2019 strike, used car prices actually fell right. around the period of that strike. Barclays, uh, though, says um, there's enough pickup inventory that if they do go forward with additional strikes at the money center factories, they've got 80 days inventory. Yeah, I think that there was a sense initially that, that Sean Fain had them on their heels, the head of the UAW. 
But I think that the next thing you're going to see is the auto companies playing a little more hardball. I don't think Jim Farley, who recognizes this to be existential situation for him if he gives in, Jim Farley is a competitor. Uh, and his, you know, his family's on the assembly line, so it's not like he just comes in with a silver spoon. Yep. Uh, lockout in Mexico are two terms we're gonna have to start getting familiar with. They got a really good series of plants in Pueblo. Tell you they can extend the plants, maybe take two years. Uh, lockout, you know, good luck. I um, think Fain is overplaying his hand big time. U.S. Steel, United States Steel, letter X. Right. Hey, how do you uh, like that? Does part, huh? idle a blast furnace be at Granite City in response to the UAW strike? Yeah. That said, you, uh, uh, U.S. Steel uh, actually increases its guidance. Uh, I know. $550 million of adjusted EBITDA. This was out late yesterday. Well above consensus, by was the way. Something? It had been about $486 million. Uh, they're also talking about improved guidance being driven uh, by cost. The company outlining more resilient commercial portfolio, higher cost benefits resulting as well in beating uh, what were estimates. They're talking now about a buck ten to a buck fifteen they a share. Say to again? St- is that to stop uh, Cleveland Cliffs? No, I think uh, you know. No, in fact, I think everything I hear at this point, Jim, indicates that there's a fairly robust auction going on for U.S. Steel. There is, okay. and it's. Cleveland Cliffs, we know that. Right. Uh, ArcelorMittal. Yeah, they're always going to be in there. They have a, they're in there without, uh, without a doubt, is my understanding. I've heard of a third bidder that I've been unable to identify. It's not, I can't believe it's Nucor. I don't know. No, it's not Nucor. And by the way, even heard that there might be a fourth bidder for the Are entire company. I know. It seems hard to imagine. That's incredible. That said, we should get more clarity. I don't know exactly when, a but I do, know, company? I do know that first round bids are due this week. Yeah, um, stay on this. Man. This week. So, who's a banker? Uh, who's who's banker? U.S. Steel. Uh, Barclays and Goldman. Oh, God, that's a new tandem. Uh, are, we, uh, saw that are for, the we saw that for Arm. And then I'm not going to tell you all the other bankers. But what I'm telling you is they raise guidance. There does appear to be a good deal of interest in this company. There is a belief that Cleveland Cliffs must own yes. in some way. Arcelor is in there. Third party, apparently, maybe even a fourth. First round bids I'm hearing due this week. Cleveland. We'll update you as, as yeah. we get more clarity here. They would own the auto market. see the stock is reacting to what I'm saying. Here, Cleveland but, Cliffs uh, would own the auto market. Do they? They don't. Well, does Cleveland Cliffs have, I mean, they, I'm not sure U.S. Steel was happy with that move that Cleveland Cliffs made with the unions. No. Um, but when you say they would own the auto well, market, so does that already. present a significant antitrust oh, God, I problem for Cleveland Cliffs? Why? Because they both they both have the name Steel roughly connected to Well, them. you just said they'd own the auto market. No, no. I Look, of course there's antitrust. There actually should be antitrust in this case, right? Uh, yeah. I bet you Ford GM and, and uh, Stellantis, Stellantis, they, they do that just to make our lives difficult. Stellantis. Chrysler. Right? Yeah. Do you see how much Toyota was up, was up last night? Um, speaking uh, of, speaking don't, of strikes. Don't let it be lost on you. Sorry, speaking of strikes, the writers, Carl, are back to the negotiating table, I believe. There is some hope that, you know, maybe this, maybe they, maybe they make some real progress here. Um, really? No idea. Yeah. Is it Warner Brothers? Is that, uh, yeah, I think, well, I, uh, you know, listen, despite, in charge? I think despite uh, Iger's comments initially, he's, he's got to be a key part of this, too, in terms of. Nobody's a better communicator than him. Nobody's better at sort of keeping a nice, even keel and getting people to, to buy the stock at 83. <laughs> D- 
Disney stock is down, Jim, on the uh, on the increased so far, investment. So far, so far, look bad. But you know, the last time I looked, it's nine. It's nine forty-four. I'm not. I'm not throwing the towel. Hey, by the way, Toyota Motor. Just for they talk about who's the winner. It was at one sixty-two in the third week of August, and now it's at one ninety-five. So can I pronounce them the winner from the strike? Uh, Yeah, there's actually a good note this morning about some of the Japanese OEMs and how they're going to benefit along with some others. Uh, And then, of course, the question will become political in a hurry uh, as Trump goes to speak to uh, Michigan union workers next week. Pressure on the president uh, to maybe picket with the workers from some Michigan D's. There are a lot of people who feel that the president could do some sort of emergency unemployment insurance to help the strike fund and make it so the strikers could last longer. like, what? They try, they're, they're, the automakers are in the midst of this seminal transition that is costing an enormous amount of money. Right. The administration is very much behind that transition. But it's the labor president. And then, members of the labor and, president. I, and then what? You're going to increase labor costs so much that you're not going to be successful in making that transition, that's, that's at least Jim, in terms of profitability? exactly what Jim Farley, the CEO of Ford, would tell you. On the other hand, uh, auto worker real wage is down by a third in 20 years. Oh, I think because right. they got hollowed out as we moved everything out of the country. And they gave I concessions think, after the when I, they during I the think bankruptcy. Twenty percent improvement 401k and cola clause. I think is pretty good. What are they supposed to do? They're supposed to just give them eighty percent? Want to give them what? Find I don't know. Find, there's got to be look, some common maybe, ground here somewhere, right? Common ground. They're already yes, there is common ground. But all I can tell you is is that you want to. My trust zones forward and common ground means self work. So 25%? Well, that's. I think that's in their pocket, but I don't think that... Look, Fain is not talking like a guy who wants a deal, right? Well, would you expect that at this stage? You're five days in, your rhetoric's going to no, be... No, I think the rhetoric's going to be hard, but it's been going on for a long time, and it's very public. It used not to be public. And David, I think that you like, you've been down on my NFL references. Do you remember the offer that Michael Corleone offered the senator? Yeah, make him, I'll make you an offer you can't refuse. No, that was a different one? Senator, here's my offer, nothing, and you've got to pay the casino oh, license. Right, right, right. What is that? <laughs> I just, I haven't watched it enough. What do you want? Is that Tom's line? Tom Hagen? Is no, it? no, it's Michael. It's it Michael. Michael. Yeah, because the senator wanted the uh, member. He said, hey, right. I don't like you people. Right, nothing, right. Nothing. Well, I think that that's the offering that Fane is offering right now. Fane, by the way, who had a very slim majority to win, uh, does everybody in Ford, Ford's running all these ads saying that the union loves us? Well, it's the, it seems a little unrequited. You know? You go after the F-150, I say lockdown. Lockout. David, a lockout. I need to keep pushing this lockout. You sound thing. like well, uh, Tim Scott comparing it to the uh, air, air traffic lockout. control Reagan days. Well, look, I just think this is existential. They give this in is, to the what? On the waterfront? What do you, what do you, you know? Lee J. Cobb? Lee J. Cobb. That's who, yeah, is that who you are? No, I'm the guy who turns the TV off. I'm the top guy. You never found out who he is. I do think that there, the, the disparity right now, Ford gave in, you could not own Ford stock. You'd have to sell it in short. Right. Well, that's the reason why the forward multiples are in the low single digits. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you seen the, the retail? Macy's is the three times earnings, and they're profitable. I mean, they're, hey, Target's up. Oh, it is? You yeah. talked it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I talked it up. My, my father worked at Gimbel's, wiped out by Macy's. And now Macy's being, well, I don't know. 
I'm glad to see Target. That's, yeah, that's a, that the season's turn. Uh, we'll take a break here. Uh, Dow's down 43. There is some strength in some travel names. Carnival up on this upgrade that we got today. Quick reminder, you can get in on the CNBC Investing Club with Jim. Sign up and find out more at cnbc.com slash join the club or just use the QR code on your screen. It takes you right there. As we go to break, uh, we'll watch bonds as well. As the Fed meeting begins, decision out tomorrow. Two years still elevated, a bit above five. Yeah, almost to 508. Be right back. Got some weakness in machinery today. Watch Deere, the third worst performer on the S&P this morning as Evercore cuts to inline, cuts the target by about 25 bucks. They say North American construction is doing okay, but farm equipment uh, schedules in Europe and Brazil starting to show some softness. Uh, those shares down about 2%. As we said, Disney and AutoZone, the only two names performing worse right now on the S&P with a Dow down 60. Stop trading with Jim's coming up next. It's time for Jim and stop trading. You know, Carl, every now and then you get a CEO uh, who is just fabulous. And everybody likes him. And he helped start the company. He started behind the desk. And he worked his way up. And he comes on CNBC. And he tells the truth about sign-ups and how they're doing. And that was the case with the CEO of Planet Fitness, Mr. Rhonda. And uh, he was fired or stepped aside or whatever. J.P. Morgan downgrades it to hold today. And I had him on a just a huge number of times. And he was one of my absolute favorites because he always told us it is. But also because, you know, we see all these CEOs who make fortunes. This guy deserved whatever he was paid. I mean, the franchise may, may not have liked him, whatever. But I'd like to know more. I'd like to know more. I want to know why they didn't like him. Because, boy, he was terrific. Now, maybe it was all a giant facade and, and everybody in the media got it wrong. And every time he came on Mad Money, he was... Uh, uh, you know, dissembling. But as far as I'm concerned, that stock shows you that some people are worth keeping and just maybe the board should go and he stays. Uh, J.P. Morgan goes from 70 to 52. Correct. Yesterday, it was Jeffries who went 90 to 56. Because he was the company, for heaven's sake. He started by the counter. He did, sometimes he would tell you, well, you know, didn't have, things didn't go right. What is he I'm supposed to just say it's always great? So this is about franchisee relationships yeah. and everything else. I mean, look, I, I know it's about selling franchises. It's not about running great clubs. Appear, at times, the customer does matter. I don't know. I like the guy. Can I say it? By the way, I, tell me someone in the media who didn't. Maybe we've all been conned. Conned by this man who started at the desk and did a fantastic job. I'm going to call the top on oil tonight. I've had it. Just had it with oil. What right. was our tick this morning? 93.43? Enough. David's got me so steamed today. I don't know. I'm going to have to just rethink my rest of my day. You can express your anger in, in football terms. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you always you're, do. You're shooting against me at Disney. I know that. I'm shooting? In Disney, you're shooting I'm not against shooting against you in Disney. I can't help it. What did you do? Losing fantasy last night? I didn't know. You lost in fantasy. fantasy. He I'm a New York Jets fan, okay? I always lose. There's no a guy named what. Wilson. Could you hit him? Would it kill you? Hit Wilson? Could you kill you? No. Okay. Jim, we'll see you tonight. Look forward to the discussion on oil and everything else. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. 
All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. 